ladies and gentlemen of the press, shortly my client will be making a short statement about the revelations that occurred last week. After the statement, there will be time for some questions. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Last Monday, on the World Heard RG podcast, I, Andy, the host, made two comments that, in hindsight, and after a complaint, I, uh, I would like to formally retract or withdraw. Number one, the silence. Although technically not a statement, I feel I should take the responsibility for Grax and him not mentioning certain acts that appeared on the RG Podcast Live. After listening back to the show and after being sent a formal complaint, I agree that the slight pause before mentioning Pete Dylan Trenchard was insensitive and not at all professional. I wish to remove this short silence from the record. B. I did say he doesn't like me when referring to PDT. This is also an error on my part. Now, I can neither confirm nor deny that Mr. The Geeky Comic likes or dislikes me. However, I think we need to spend a minimum of six hours together on what I have defined as a friend test date, not date, but a central time period to establish the facts, or for short, an FTDDETPEF. Mr. The Trenchard, you've written in to raise your concerns, so hopefully our time together will result in a positive and long friend-based relationship. If it doesn't, then I will strike the original comment from the record and replace it with PDT? Yes. He doesn't like me. It's scientifically proven. Don't blame me, guys. Don't blame Pete. Blame science. I also feel that I owe the following people an apology. My dental nurse. I'm terribly sorry I couldn't laugh last week when you said I had a very impressive gag reflex. Unfortunately, at the time, you were in me. Dad. I apologise for asking you to listen to the podcast every week. Sorry, I apologise for asking you to listen to the podcast. Even that week um, that I developed a story about you. Um, clearly, that's not worked. So, uh, all the best. I'd also like to extend my apologies to the writer of Friends. To Mr Blobby and Sammy the Shammy. To Wales. Wales, Wills, Willis and Bruce Willis of whom I do own your first album, The Return of Bruno. Bruce, I'm sorry. Grax, sir, that night that we shared a bed, I know it wasn't planned, and for that I apologise. However, I now understand the term bareback, and for that I appreciate it, I do. El Elvis, the Elvis tribute from the pub at the end of my road. I didn't mean to ask for tapas last week at your show. I just thought it was Spanish food night. I'm very sorry. And finally, Mr. Gav Cross. Gav, I apologise for engineering every single time that we've met. 
especially as you think it's coincidence that we seem to meet in the basement of the Phoenix W1. It's time you knew, Gav, that I follow you. Thank you. Ladies and gent gentlemen, my clients will take some questions now. Mr. Holland, Mr. Holland. Uh, yes, um, uh, for Radio 5. What will you do to ensure that these mishaps will never happen again in the future? Um, like I said, I mean, I've got to put it to science. Uh, science is, I think, the only thing that can really impart um, its, its knowledge and its, uh, you know, its, its theory-based approach. Uh, I, I will struggle to enter Wales again, I feel. Uh, one, because uh, they're, they're just enormous creatures, mammals, if you will. Um, but I'm, I, I, I believe, I believe, uh, Mr. Radio 5 Live, I believe that together I can, I can overcome this problem. And thus, uh, we, won't, we won't have this issue in the future. Mr. Harland, Mr. Harland, do you think you need a course of rehabilitation? Ah, yes. Well, a good question indeed, sir. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I've considered rehabilitation. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, I think it's got its place. Uh, I've, you know, I've thought to myself long and hard this week uh, about developing as an individual psychologically, physically, mentally, and financially. Um, I'm I'm open to further examination. Oi 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 you you go on oi me uh, yep. I'm next question come on I've got my hand up got my hand up. Yep, uh, Mister um, from from the from the Daily Star. Yes. Why have you got a prostitute with you on stage? Uh, that's my mum. Okay. How can you explain the actions that we filmed of you coming into the press conference today in the back of the car with said mother? Um, oh, that's a tricky one. Uh, Explain Mr. yourself, Mister Daily Star. Um, also, I, don't you hate immigrants? I, I mean, mm, sounds like you're interested in getting a, uh, a a progression over to the Daily Mail, maybe, sir, or the Express. How about that? How does that fancy you? Why don't I ask you a question? Hmm? What do you how, do with Cheryl? Well, how would you like it if you were up here? Hey, how would you like it? Hmm? You're in this position of of. Of importance, you're in this position of power. See, you, you talk, you talk, a, you talk a lot, but all you're being is doing is offending people, and now you're talk, trying to talk yourself out of these some further questioning. And we have, we us, the members of the press, have real questions, and you're saying big words that we don't really understand. No, I absolutely. You can't talk your way out of this one. We've seen you. We've got evidence. You're I going down, deny. sir. You are going no, down. No, no, there is no juxtaposition of this. No, no, no juxtaposition. No juxtaposition. No further questions. My client won't answer it anymore. Mr. Harland! Mr. Harland! No! Where no! Are you? no Mr. Harland! I cannot, no, don't ask this thing. Mr. Okay, Harland, where, where are you hiding the nothing, bodies? Do nothing at all. Where are you don't hiding them? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast Live! Oh, that'll do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us on the RG Podcast. Today's uh, today's chat, episode thir- 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 thirty-five. Thirty-five. Wow, yeah. we've out we've out episoded Jesus. Thirty-six we weeks, and you'd think we'd be able to figure out how to not insult people. 
Who have we insulted? Well, so in far? fairness, Grax, we've not insulted anybody for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the last two times have have fallen on our on our host. I here's another thought. I think we all subconsciously take turns to insult the general public. I mean, my I first insulted um, Annie's aunt with the oh, throwaway did. comment, yeah, uh, which naughty. was a complete. Which was completely cleared up, and I do apologise. Andy mm. made his throwaway comments to PDT, which he's now apologised, and it was they won't happen again. So, what's Michael Bell going to do to insult the public? I wonder. Uh, but I'm I'm lovable, kind, and adorable. So, um, I'm, I've got away scot free. So you're like a. I did I did say I wanted to enter uh, a sixteen year old Boa Queen though. Yeah, so. you did. You haven't got away. With oh it. God, yeah, I remember that yeah. now. We got we got yeah. blocked by um. Boa, the Boa Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah we might have done. At literal yeah. Boa blocked us. And there um, you go. The circle is complete. We have gone the full circle with insults. So we've all done one. Yeah. And who's to the says, public, we're sorry. Who's, who's next? Um, probably Teresa. I can probably insult. Oh fuck, Teresa doesn't matter. You can insult her as much as you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's like a human punching bag of insults. No, I mean like she'll be doing the insulting next. Oh no! I, f- I think I think we should take this opportunity to each each and every one of us insult Teresa. I I wouldn't like to. I said she could stay over. Mine. Is- Fine, I'll do it all three of them. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to burn my bridges before before crossing them. You know. Yeah, you cross that bridge, Grax. Cross oh. that bridge. <laughs> Play to your dreams. Never stop. Never stop dreaming, Grax. Never stop dreaming. You cross those bridges, bitch. You cross those bridges. <laughs> Look, I've, apo- I've apologised to Pete personally about this and explained that it will never happen again. Unless, after our play date, we decide we don't like each other. So, Pete, it's up to you now, buddy. The you ball wanna... is in your court. You need to pitch when we're going to catch up for a minimum of six hours. It's all, all yours, mate. All yours. <laughs> uh, um, I almost died this week. Oh, no. Okay. Is, this an, is this an Andy attack or is it just you died? No, it's, it is. It's, oh, my God. It's a return to Andy attack. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, shall we return to a section that hasn't appeared too often in the show, thankfully. It's a un- unwanted return to... And he attacked! <laughs> you prick! I, um... I had a perilous Sunday... So, uh, Sunday afternoon, I, I was lucky enough to meet the fantastic Mike Wozniak this week. Fantastic. Okay. Um, a gentleman. I was really nervous, actually. I was really nervous to interview Mike Wozniak, because I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. It's good to um, be nervous. It reminds you you're alive. Keeps you sharp. Yes, it does. Uh, nerves is good. Um, so, so I went down into up to King's Cross um, to the Invisible Dot, which is an incredible venue. Absolutely amazing small space. It really is. It's only about a 40-seat venue. Um, and you've got these top top artists doing work in progress, so they bring sort of preview shows and so forth. So beforehand, I, w- I was up in the office upstairs, and Mr. Mike Wozniak comes in. That's at Mr. Mike Wozniak, uh, at MrMikeWozniak.com. And uh, Mike drops in, and we do about an hour's worth of interview, which was fantastic. So that'll be out in the next sort of month or so and he meets Mike Wozniak and we talked about all sorts of different things and he brought up the fact that Grax heckled him at one of the gigs I took Grax to oh yeah I remember that 
Now that was a complete and utter accident. About an hour beforehand, you asked me for some questions I, as well. I, did they go, did they go in? Mike on Mike. Uh, there is a there is going to be a section of the show. Mike on Mike. Ooh, there is brilliant. And there'll be at least two questions from Mike to Mike, which is good. So you went. You only answered two then. Uh, asked two. I asked. I think I asked three. Ooh, intriguing. Um, I think I asked three. But yes, we did. We did cover the Mike on Mike section. Very important. So I look forward to that. Um, so the, the interview wrapped up and he asked me if I fancied a cup of tea. Uh, so I said, yeah, I'll have a cup of tea and hang around because I was going to go and see his show afterwards. Wow, he asked you out. Mm, not so much. He offered me a cup of tea. He made me, I've, I've been made two cups of tea by Mike Wozniak. I mean, I, that's not exactly a claim to fame. And I'm pretty sure he wasn't grooming me. Grax. Um, Are you sure? That sounds what like for, grooming What to for me. stronger stuff? Like, you know, instant coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to filtered and then grinding it. Oh, oh risky days. <laughs> and Andy, 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 look, don't, don't tell anyone, right? Don't tell anyone. And he'll say it with his tash. <laughs> I've got, got some stuff here. I've got some stuff. It's uh, green tea with raspberry. <laughs> this is the good shit. Yeah, so I, I haven't been touched by a comedian this week. Um, <laughs> which, which is a shame. Not going to lie. It is a shame. It genuinely is a shame. Uh, I, if I was to be touched by any comedian on the circuit right now, I'd happily. Well, that's a brilliant. Whoa, 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 whoa! What for this family show, which we have every week? You can't have a question. Aren't ask you a question yourself. Which comedian would I like to touch me? <laughs> Why not? That can't be a he thing. He can and he has. <laughs> Didn't quite get there. Um. All right. So anyway, so I definitely wouldn't like a comedian to touch me. Um. But then, at the point where I was having my cup of tea. Um, what was behind me was uh, uh, from the, the Invisible Dot do a lot of shows in Edinburgh, and they basically had a set, a whole set behind me, a lot of wooden, big, thick wooden beams. Uh, some ah, lumber. Lumber, yes, indeed. Many uses lumber. Many uses. Lumber has a million uses. Um, so there's a lot of lumber behind me, plus uh, what what would appear to be a full size ye olde pirate ship wheel. Makes sense. Uh, plus a keyboard, uh, it's sort of like a grotto of random things. And uh, the lady that was running the dot sort of came up uh, to make herself a cup of tea. And here I am sat at the desk with my tea. And then she knocked the entire set on top of me. Oh, no. <laughs> to the point where it literally, I, I didn't see it coming. I literally didn't see it coming. You've got these three huge lumber, uh, big, big piles of wood, big, heavy fuckers and it literally smashed onto the desk within an inch of oh my my, the right hand side of my body to my. which um mike wozniak sort of looked up from his notebook that he was writing a few gags in and just went was everyone okay uh i said yes <laughs> and then uh and then we just put the stuff back that was it really oh well he's such a considerate man he did ask if i was all right after he was looking me, after your well-being yeah after making me two cups of tea he was interested all well that ends well so then, uh, on Tuesday morning, I had a dream that uh, Mike Wozniak died. But I'm pretty sure he hasn't died. And the attacks, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, and the attacks. Yay. Oh, fucking idiot. It's RG Nation time. We are, we are. The RG. <laughs> Jayland. So this week we've got a continuation on the J-Lag. So, uh, Michael Bell, would you like to lead on the J-Lag uh, theme this week? 
Uh, yeah, we decided to make our own series of super uh, superheroes, I suppose, um, to help us with our many perils and dangers in the nature. So uh, people are being nice and saying what they want to be, and we decide if they can or cannot be. So, and we can also decide on whether their superpowers are suitable for them or not. Yes. We can also decide if their superpowers are super or evil. Yes, and if they're evil, they go into the evil trolley. They go in the sin bin. They, they do indeed. Okay, so... Or the sin or the sin bad. Oh, very good. And a Brookside reference as well. Uh, Funny Looking's been in touch. There you go. Gav Cross at Funny Looking Pod. Uh, Funny Looking, uh, currently releasing podcasts covering the Liverpool Comedy Festival. It's absolutely... I was going to say, Mr. Mr. Liverpool. Absolutely fantastic. He'll uh, be given it'll be given the keys to the gate soon. I do hope so. Uh, and he's also offered his... Uh, you know, if you ever want to drop in, he's uh, very kindly said we should... Should knock on his door one yeah, day. We're, ab- we're absolutely, we're absolutely doing that. Absolutely. Uh, so, Gav, we're not going to te- tell you when. We're just going to turn up. It's one going to happen. Uh, so, at Funny Looking Pod asks, I want to be your league's equivalent of Thanos. Well, that's a supervillain right there. Explain, Grax. The Mad Titan, who is basically super tough and immortal. He's got all these gadgets, and he goes around with his plan of obliterating all life as we know it to appease his love of his life, which is the which is death, death embodied. So death is the love of his life. I like that. That's properly gothic. I like it. Yeah. So, um... Cool. Or an evil Jonathan Creek. Uh, does he wear... So does he wear a big coat? He does now. <laughs> Gav, invest in a big coat. <laughs> with a hood. Mm. Uh, Obviously, I'd love how, Gav. how can Gav be a Thanos, the most evil person in the entire universe? He's so lovable and he's so soft and kind. That's what he wants you to think. Yeah. It's the perfect cover. That's the one. I see. You cheeky Thanos. He goes off to his lair and creates all sorts of havoc. Mm. So Gav, there you go. Um, so you're a villain. Looking... Yeah, sorry, mate. You're in. You're in the baddie trolley. <laughs> you're in the. You're in the Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that reference. It's brilliant. Um, uh, R. Gravsky. Uh, uh, yeah, R. Gravsky. Or R. At. Oh, I can't get this right. At G. R. Ravsky has been in touch. I want to be a. I want to be Dado Railman, and my power is coordinating pastel shades with autumn colours, so female superheroes aren't distracted by bad interior decorating, uh, mid supervillain battle. So it's, it is a power for good. That that's a lot of fancy mm. words that I don't understand. So therefore, I instantly hate it. Grax, I, I can I can help you out here. It's basically uh, Lawrence Well and Bowen, but in nicer um, clothing. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think we allow this because everyone needs everyone needs a DIY expert. And even if he doesn't work as a superhero, we kind of need one in the nation because you know we need to do up the place. We need, do, we need to do. We need to do it on my castle. It's looking a bit um, haggard. Yeah, it does need a fresh new layer, a fresh new coat of paint. Yeah. Okay, you're in. Yeah, so we'll let you, we'll let you in. Uh, we don't know if you're a superhero yet, but you can you can do our you can do our houses up for us. Um, I'm, I like that. We've we've had uh, just this is exclusive RG podcast first. Uh, we've got some live. I'm I'm literally getting some live requests as we speak. Um, at Mr. Ray Peacock has been in touch. He can have whatever he wants because he's Ray Peacock. The Ray Peacock. Wow. Uh, I'm going to read the conversation uh, because here we go. So let me just, let me try and find it. <clears throat> okay, so um, uh, Ray Peacock's written in. He says, "I'm a Marvel boy." Okay, so okay, Ray, that's cool. Good start. Uh, 
But what? Well, no, no, you must have said something. You didn't just sort of randomly say, "Andy, I'm a Marvel boy." No, he didn't find us. What do you want? Yeah, but that kind of ruins <laughs> no. ruins it. So I, I said, Ray. We... Well, it didn't really make sense. It didn't make sense as a start of a conversation. I'm a Marvel boy. Okay, so at, at Ray Peacock, uh, would you like a superhero role in the RG Podcast Justice League? Ray Peacock responds, "I'm a Marvel boy. Fantastic." So uh, Ray, nice boy. Well done. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we'd love a bit of Marvel. So, any particular favourite superpower, I ask? Ray then responds, I'd like underwater to torpedo speed, but I'm not being Aquaman. Uh, so, to which I responded, deal, would you like to be called Manta Ray? Ray then responded, no, I want a cape. And then I responded, Cape Cod? Work with me here, Ray. We're live on the air. So, above water, but with oh. underwater powers. I would like to see Ray in a cape. I'd love to see Ray in a cape. I really would. Um, so we are... Uh, Ray. I'm going I'm to make him a cape for next time I see him. Ray has also <laughs> requested he needs some sort of laser. Let's let's build this... Yep. Let's work with Ray here. Let's work with Ray. So okay. torpedoes, right. torpedoes and laser, absolutely. So underwater torpedo speed. Yep. yep. He wants a yep. cape. Yep, and got, it... got the cape. We, we can knock up a cape. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Gravsky. We can, he can sort one out. You know, yep. he's a decorator. Absolutely. And he needs some sort of laser device. Are we thinking lasers out of the eyes? Are we thinking something mounted to him? Because he can... Are... I'm thinking I'm thinking through the palms. Yeah, palms. Okay. A la, a la Iron Man, but with, rather, with lasers rather than whatever he does. Repulsive blasts. Mm, that's the one. Okay. Uh, I was thinking more like a, a wrist-mounted laser gun of some kind. So he could just like... Ooh, laser gun could work. Mm-hmm. Um... I think it should be on his person. It should just be at any point in time. You can just go, and that's there. I don't quite see the usefulness of a cape underwater. Well, actually, I think... Because you get to wear a cape. It's an outfit. It's good. Well, did you not see The Incredibles? No capes, because they just get in the way and they end up killing you. Yeah, and how well did The Incredibles do? Well, you just ask... um, Oh, what's the villain's name? Uh, Pete? No, blanking. Sin... Sinestro? No, that that's um Incredibles. They're slightly above average, more like. <laughs> oh. It'll come to me later on. But uh mm. every person who wears a cape, they always ended uh met their demise. So But this is this is Ray Peacock, one of my favourite comedians ever. If he wants a cape, he's getting a bloody cape, okay, all right? No, but don't don't blame me when he gets his cape attached to a rocket which fires straight into a volcano. No, I I think a cape is a positive for underwater, because I think if you have an intelligent cape Maybe you can utilize it as a flotation device. Maybe you can utilize it as a scoop of sorts. Mm-hmm. There's got to be uses for a cape underwater. I mean, Ray does have glorious hair as well, gloriously long rock star hair. So he's... You could kind of fashion that into a cape, you know? Oh, ooh. <laughs> mm. that, that is going mullet territory. Well, if he's, you know, if he, it, or even you know, if we, he'll just look cool with it because he's got the long flowing rock star hair with a cape. That's just going to look cool. Whatever. And his big so beard as well. Yeah. Exactly. He's going to look metal as shit. Yeah. Okay. So we need to give Ray's superhero character a name. Hmm. So nice boy Ray kills all the baddies. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Uh, just had, yeah, just had a live update from Ray Peacock. Okay. He, he would like the lasers from his eyes. How do you feel about... Yeah? Done. Like Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Super super speed, laser eyes, awesome cape. Well, I call him Torpedo. We ha- okay. I'm nice gonna, boy. I'm gonna pitch some Good names. Good boy, Ray saves the, saves the day. Ray saves the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Torpedo. Uh, what's that? Excellent. Ray saves the day. 
Excellent. Good boy Ray saves the day. <laughs> good boy Ray saves the day. Okay, good. Yep. That should be the name. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, only uh, just an update. Update from Ray Peacock. Uh, I don't know if like, I could take this. He'd like a laser only in one of his eyes. Uh, oh. Oof. So he's he's lop-eyed. Well, yeah, because he's the other one to see. But, Laser ray. but that doesn't make sense. You can, why not have him on both eyes? You can control when your laser eyes come out, like Superman can control when his laser eyes come out. Yeah, but what if he's just like you know having a sandwich or something? You don't want your laser eye out there. Do what you? the hell does that have to do with anything? No, no, no unless you're going to make it into a toasty. Absolutely, toasty eye. So you need both eyeballs. Okay, hold on. I need. No, to... you have one laser, one laser eye, one normal eye. Can we give Ray some more suggestions for his superhero name? Because then. If you're out being a civilian, you can just wear an eye patch and then look even more badass. Wow. That's... Fantastic. I don't know how to counteract the stupid argument, because it's just not right. You, I say, have both your eyes. Have the ability to shoot lasers. What, re, what Ray Peacock wants, Ray Peacock gets, okay? He wants one laser eye, he's getting a laser eye. Well, I mean, he needs a name. I'm trying to think of something. Good boy Ray saves the day! Hey, the human torpedo. What the hell? One second. Does he have a name? Yeah, his name's Ray Peacock. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, does he have a suggestion for a name? Well, sorry, as Grax will probably christen him in about an hour's time. You know, Ray <laughs> Bluebird. You know, Melon. Yeah. Beautiful. Well done. Um. Okay, I've just pitched a three name titles to Ray, so we'll see if he comes back with anything uh, before we wrap up. Yes. Excellent. That's fantastic. I really enjoyed that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Extended version news. Mm. Uh, this week I've just discovered um, PCSO Pete on Twitter. Uh, this is at PCSO Pete. Uh, Pete is a Met Police community support officer working for a Safe for London. Okay. Um, he's got 530 followers. So if you guys want to follow at PCSO Pete, go for it. Um, Pete's news uh, earlier. Thanks to everyone that reported the fly tipping on St. Michael's Avenue. We are reviewing CCTV from the area. Great. More next week from uh, PCO, PCSO Pete. I, I feel safer already. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Uh, okay. Words. Words and <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, right. Headline. Married IT worker who tried to have sex with sheep and cow avoids jail. Now, the word in that sentence that kind of will haunt me is tried. <laughs> <laughs> I... Now, <laughs> I don't want to be too, too crude about this. Yeah. But if you wanted to bang a sheep, you pretty much could. They're fairly docile. I don't know. They've got one hell of a kick. Or is that donkeys? <laughs> it's horses and donkeys. I, I didn't know. I've not. Ladies from the north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in the story? I mean, I mean, you've got my attention. Okay. And also, did did he did he try the cow first, and then thought, no, no, that's too big. That's a big bug of that. that. I'm for the sheep. That's too much meat. <laughs> Let's start with something simple like a sheep. More, more cushion for the pushing. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, so his name is Paul Lovell. And, uh, oh, because he loves all. He does. He loves all animals and all of God's creatures. Probably says it all. Um, so there's a photo of him in the article mm-hmm. uh, with the caption, Not fussy. Paul Lovell tried to have sex with a sheep and a cow. <laughs> <laughs> Not fussy. Wow. 
Doesn't matter which order. Doesn't care. <laughs> um, an IT worker who tried to have sex with a sheep and a cow. Uh, oh, he's an IT worker. Oh, that explains it. An all. IT worker who tried to have sex with a sheep after a cow turned him down has escaped a jail sentence. How? How do you escape? A st- I thought bestiality was illegal. Um, so Paul Lovell... Six- it's illegal, but how on earth do you patrol it? You can't have a policeman by every cow. Oh, you should ask PCSO Pete. <laughs> <laughs> should get him out there. Um, you, oi, mate, mate, sort it out. Go out. Guard every cow. Could you guard, get down the field? Come on, Pete. Come on, I'm sure you're not doing much. Ooh. Um... <laughs> I mean, I used to li- I used to live in the country, like proper Suffolk country, where there was nothing there, other than cows, because there was nothing to do. So the very few teenagers that were there, we did think about going ta- cow tipping. So I can see how if that starts as a teenager and you live in the middle of nowhere all your life, you could think, eh, yeah, why not? Yeah, okay, I might as well have sex with a cow. So yeah. see what it's like. Can... So the... and also, if you work in IT, it's a very dull life, isn't it? Oh, anything for a kick, um, <laughs> Professor. <laughs> Prosecutor Robert Hutchinson told the court, in this case, the defendant, with his penis, tried to put it into or up next to, as if to, into the mouth of a cow. And then... He didn't blow it off a cow. He, he tried to put into... They've got dead sharp teeth, mate. Or, that is not a good option. So he tried to put his penis into or up next to, as if to put it into the mouth of a cow. That's a That's a mouthful. He's also ordered a shit lawyer. Yes. Um, and That's his lawyer speak. That's all. Technically, that was the prosecutor, so no. So what's the defendant going to say? I'll have you find that my client, I'm defending this client, my client's penis was out in the open at any particular time. And it just so happens that the animal moved its body parts Wait. in the vicinity uh, oh, of Grax. the penis. Grax. Grax. Moved. There it is. Um, I will continue with the story. Um, and then he repeated this more than once with different cows. Obviously, he was trying, you know, trying the field. Playing the field. He was playing the field, boys. He was playing the field. Some are, some are picky. I mean, some cows, they just won't have you. You'll, 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 get, you'll dine, wine them, dine them, you know, be nice to them. And they're still not interested. So move on to the next one. But hey, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Never give up in your dreams. If, or in this story, if at first you don't succeed, try and bang a sheep. Yeah, just... <laughs> So, it, it continues, he did not successfully penetrate the mouth of a cow with his penis. Oh, no. So then he moved on to another part of the field and tried his luck with some sheep. Oh. Prosecutors say he then tried to have sex with the animals. Mr. Lovell told police that he was just relaxing and found himself surrounded by a dozen sheep when he woke up from a nap. You see? <laughs> Perfectly innocent situations, blown out of proportions. Nah, blown. Right. Like the cow, like he wanted to do the cow to do to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My client was completely innocent, and I don't know why I'm defending this guy. Police say his shorts were down when they arrived at the scene, but Mr. Lovell denies this. There we go. Mad. We've got to find out what happens at the end of this case. Was he arrested? Was I? I didn't remember. Oh, he's been given a four-month prison term, suspended, oh. suspended for eighteen months, and he's banned from Cheshire Zoo. So this new section of the show is going to be called Things That Mike Hates This Week or, brackets, What's Fucked Me Off. I quite like that one. What's Fucked Me Off This Week? Girlfriends of Singers. 
I was at a gig at the start of the week, right. and it was like it was like a battle of bands thing, and you know it's got all the six formers there and stuff, and then you know some real bands come and play later. And I was towards the front just because there was very few in the crowd, mm. and they started kicking off with the ballad because every six form band has the ballad that you write for your girlfriend or whatever like this. Yeah. Now she started crying, which is fine. <laughs> On cue. It's fine. You're su- when you're the girlfriend of the singer, you're supposed to do crying yep. during the ballads. It's completely acceptable. But wait until the bloody guitar solo. She was started blabbing after about three seconds in. Wow. I was like, no, you've got to learn how to do it right. Because you're an expert at crying like a girlfriend, aren't you, Michael? Whilst what- if you're at a gig and you play the ballad, you do a cry, but you wait till the guitar solo in the perfect timing. That's when you do your cry. I would explain why you were crying during Nick Helm's set. Hey, look, me and Nick have a long and long and troublesome history, okay? It is troublesome. <laughs> for, for him. Another thing on the food thing, sweet chilli popcorn. Now, it's delicious. Yeah. I've been for like two bags this week. But I've assumed because <laughs> it's popcorn, it'd be low calorie. Of course not. You know, it's popcorn. Popcorn's got nothing in it. It's 130 calories every 30 grams. You sneaky <laughs> All right, when's this come acceptable? <laughs> 130 calories of 30. 30 grams is like one bit of popcorn. I've been wow. through two of the fucking bags. You, you've really been bamboozled, haven't you, Michael? <laughs> oh, it's been a tough week. You really have. You re- you're really struggling, aren't you? <laughs> oh, one, another final thing. My 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 internet broke this. Uh, my internet Whoa, broke yesterday. Hold on. For an hour. The exact hour. The the uh this morning of Richard and Herring not Judy take t- reunion tickets went on sale and they were gone in an hour so I had this hour window to get out my internet was down the whole time went to check Twitter all gone oh. it's like God himself yeah. was denying you it's as if you could have asked us to help you out with that one but you obviously chose maybe not to. and that's what's fucking me off this week well Mike. Um, so have any of you guys um, seen the celebrity photo investigation sort of the Apple iPhone sort of iPhoto hacking scandal. Yes. Is this a a way of saying have we looked at Jessica Lawrence's boobs? Have you looked at Jessica Lawrence's boobs? I'm pleasing the fifth. I have not because I've been advised by various lawyers that that's not a good idea. Excellent answer. So, I mean, either. Um, so I find this whole thing fascinating how it's blown up to such proportions. I guess it's because of the sheer scale of it, hundreds of celebrities being exposed. It's really interesting. It is genu- it's genuinely interesting. Um, I mean, I don't have any I don't have any nude pictures on on my phone, so I'd be fine if I did get hacked. But I do have some very very graphic photos of me outside nightclubs at four in the morning. You, I wouldn't want the public. You so. do. He does. I've taken a few so, of those. Uh, um, but I think, it, and it's really interesting because again, you know, girls like, like Avril Lavigne and Je- just Jennifer Lawrence, and you know, um, Avril Lavigne is there naked shots of Avril Lavigne? Well, yes. Is there? Yes. Podcast is ended. <laughs> Night, <Night-night>, everybody. <laughs> Wait, Michael Bell. Wait, don't go just yet. We haven't finished yet. Come back. It's taken oh. by that dude from Sum Forty One. Um, <laughs> Derek, you bastard. Um. So, yeah, yeah, so there's all these, you know, celebrities. One thing that really interests me is the fact that... Oh, God, look at it! Oh. <laughs> Was it... I don't like it! Put it away! Have you just seen Derek? There was one of Cat Dealey, apparently, as well. What?! 
Litchfield's finest ever, Cat Dealey. You lived there very briefly. Yeah. Who hasn't? Cat. De- oh, what the, why am I still talking? <laughs> Bloody hell, Cat Dealey's out there on the internet. <laughs> Wrap it up. Po- right, poem. Um, the cat sat on the mat. Good night, everybody. Bye bye. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, goodbye. Okay. Um, so, so firstly, I think it's it's foul play. I think Samsung uh, are doing some bit of a naughty here. Uh, okay. So Apple, because Apple shares have now dropped, and you know, I think it's a bit strategic. Alternatively, Apple have sort of played a sly fox, and they've got themselves in the world's media the week before mm-hmm. the the massive uh, event, uh, which is thirty years since Steve Jobs launched the first Mac or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um. But Ap- what, by getting celebrities to get their tits out? Yeah, that's a great marketing scheme. Well, but it, it, it's all—it's all news exposure. That's what I'm saying. However, Apple this it's, week—it's what he—it's what he would have wanted. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Apple released a statement on their website, and there was something in the statement which I just absolutely adore. Apple statement from I think it's the second of September, so from this week. Did it get to the, Did it get to the core of the problem? <laughs> oh. Oh dear! Uh, never, never left me. Never left. Me. <laughs> it really hasn't, has it? Uh, so the thing that really captured me about the Apple uh, statement is is this: it's the following. So this is Apple media statement update to uh, which is te- classic Apple putting out an update uh, to celebrity photo investigation. We wanted to provide an update to our investigation into the theft of photos of certain celebrities, including Kat Dealey. When we learned of the theft, we were outraged and immediately mobilised Apple's engineers to discover the source. Apple source, brilliant. Absolutely, there it is. Our customers' privacy and security are of utmost importance to us. After more than 40 hours of investigation, could have been 40 and a half, we discovered that certain celebrity accounts were compromised by a very t- a very targeted attack on their usernames, passwords, and security questions, uh, a practice that has become all too common on the internet. None of these cases have been investigated. We have investigated have resulted in a breach of the iCloud or Find My iPhone. Uh, we continue to work with law enforcement to help identify the criminals involved. My favourite part is we immediately mobilised Apple's engineers. Now, are they sending out teenagers in blue t-shirts to the home of Avril Lavigne? Hello, I'm a genius, and I really think I could solve your iPhone problem. <laughs> I don't... What is this all about? My favourite part of that is um, our engineer spent 40 hours on it. You were just looking at tits for 40 hours, weren't yeah. you, mate? Come on. after more than 40 <laughs> come on, hours. Come on, lads, pull your, pull your finger out here, come on. Well, yeah, because it follows... It's just, it's just, like, it's just like salt coming out the end of it. There's nothing there anymore. <laughs> it follows, after more than 40 hours of investigation, we discovered that certain celebrity accounts were compromised. Yeah, obviously, because they're all on Google. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you playing? Just check Twitter, it's out you know. There you go. So that's Apple's Apple's response this week to the horny, horny engineers, master masturbating away to Cat Dealey, Avril Lavigne, and Jennifer Lawrence's boobs. There we go. Well done, you guys. I think it's, I think basically it's just the moral of that is don't get your tits out on your phone. Well, yeah. Or if you're going to do that, expect, stop taking naked pictures. Expect someone to find you. It, can't stop me, Michael Bell. You do have a history of naked photos. Look, I don't have any naked photos on me. 
of me, sorry. They're all just being topless and completely tasteful. How how art. how tasteful? Well, it's nothing, just like a beach scene, you know, like what Cliff Richards would do for his calendars, that kind of thing. You do uh, realise he's under investigation? Under you tree. <laughs> under you tree. Yeah, well, that's... Not the best analogy, Grex, these days, that one. Oh, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> let's see if I can think of something else. Gary Barlow. Yeah, yeah that'll yeah. do. Gary Barlow. He's the new Cliff Richards. <laughs> Hold on There's nothing shady about Gary Barlow, that's for sure. Oh, definitely not. He's not been in the news this week apologising for his tax scandal. No, whatsoever. It's beautiful. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's the news. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't want your questions, no way, no way, think you need some burning questions, hey, hey, you, you, I don't want your questions, burning questions, at Hornblower72 has been in touch, yes, indeed, at RGProd, on a scale from one to John Bon Jovi, how flammable is Bruno Mars, hashtag burning questions, sir, there is only one way to find out, I will provide you with petrol and a lighter, and a ticket to Bruno Mars. And uh, and some Bon Jovi as well. Hmm. And then the rest is up to you. Where are you going to get Bon Jovi at this hour? Oh, probably. Well, you, you can find them. If you know the right places. Yeah. You know the right people. Yeah, he's in the Midlands. Come on. Who All knew? the connections. All the connections, mate. Hold on. Do you know where John Bon Jovi is? Yeah. Yeah, it's normal. Normal question. <laughs> Thursday night. Almost ten times a day you get answered that question. All right. Have you seen John Bon Jovi today? He's down in the market. You're right. Oh, yeah, he's down the market. I haven't. No. No? You sure? I've seen that Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, was he on the bus? He was going Boston. Oh, beautiful. There we go. Um. Okay, uh, at Boomerang has been in touch. Oh, she came back. We all, every week. Gets better every week. Every week. Every week. Every week. Uh, <sighs> is it better to have loved and lost... Or to have doubled up in size from all that cake eating. Or in Michael Bell's case, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely annoyed about this. I was like, popcorn, but it's low cow. <laughs> 40 bags later. Um, <laughs> why am I so big? Why, why is my sweat sweet, chilly sweat? Why? It's, it's bloody lovely, though. <laughs> I don't regret it for a second. I. I um... I think it is better to double in size with all the ice cream you've eaten because then it's more cushion for the pushing, right? Ah, cushion. Oh dear. But you've been, oh. but you've been rejected. But you've been rejected. Uh, they don't want you. I'm, well, I'm, what about um, two cush- two sets of cushions to two sets of pushings? Yeah, but if you put on too much cushion for the pushing, you'll have no one to push. Um, no, I when I get rejected, um, I just drink heavily. Okay. So. Um, which is calories have... in itself, so you yeah. You... So maybe I should maybe I should switch to cake. Yeah, go for cake. What, mm. If Michael Bell, what would be your go-to cake for um, rejection? I don't really like cake or sweets. We'll but, make you um, like cake. What about savoury uh, cake, like pork pies? I'm not a big I'm not a big dessert man. So, um, <laughs> pork pie, so the vegetarian. Vegetarian. <laughs> oh damn. Oh, let's say let's say a che- let's get say a cheesecake with a Guinness on the side. Okay, cheesecake. Oh, that's pudding and pudding. Um, Grax, Let's just have, can I just have lots of Guinness? Grax, please? your rejection cake is? My rejection cake is... Who would reject Grax? Nobody, that's who. Well, no, he's got so much cushion for the pushing. But, that's right. Know. Yeah, exactly. But that's... like a bouncy castle. <laughs> I would say, um, let's go Let's go for something uh, like a, a big, chunky, double chocolate cheesecake. 
Double chocolate cheesecake, very so good choice. So we've both gone cheesecake. Okay, interesting. I'm going lemon meringue. Sorry, chaps. That's the way I Ooh. am. That's how he rolls. That's why you're so bloody skinny. Look at you. That's... Lemon meringue. Don't give me that. Bit of egg. No, you got some chocolate in you. Constant rejection. Um, Moving on. At Tom Mayhew 91 has been in touch. Hello, Tom. How are you? Um, Who I'm going to be doing a gig with. Wait, yes. Really? yes, Tom Mayhew, my, my lovely friend Tom Mayhew, is started to run his own uh, comedy night once a month. The first one is uh, Andy, do the admin. Yep, it's Friday night, October the 30th, uh, which is the Dar Papillon Comedy Club, uh, which is Berkhamsted, Hertfordshire. Uh, Tom asks, uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Hashtag burning questions. It's a big one. It's a big one. We've got some work to do now. That's a big one. If only I knew. I've been searching for this a long time. Um, I've been going around cupboards. I've been looking in corridors. I've been looking in, in all sorts. I've never found him. You've even looked behind the sofa and he wasn't even yep. there. Behind the fridge. I've been looking for Scooby-Doo all my life. Can't find him. Are you hiding, a- he's not hiding in the closet. Are you expecting him only to be in your house? I've travelled further. I've ventured out. Yeah. Into, those, um, into his garage. I'm expecting him to be in the Midlands and ideally via you know, feasible via train. Right. But, yeah, I've not found him. Okay. But he is out there, right? He must be out there. He's like, um, the truth. Hmm. He should theoretically be out there. All I'm going to say is always in the last place you look. That's a fact. A bit like, Je- a bit like Jesus. It's a fact. These are, these are facts. So there we go. That pretty much wraps up this week's Burning Questions. Burning Questions. Burning Questions. And thank you very much for everyone's contributions to the Burning Questions. And you too. Yes, even you, and especially you, can send us your Burning Questions. All you need to do is follow us on Twitter at RGProd, A-W-H-G-W-P-R-O-D. And you can also follow us on, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com for us RGProd. And you can email us at rgproductions at gmail.com. Just send us your burning questions. Don't forget to hashtag burning questions so we can find it easier. And we may, we will read each and every single one of them. Right. The week wouldn't be the week if it was not a week without a week's worth of uh, poetry about the week. Possibly with the week involved in the poem, but mainly because the poem appears at the end of the week, which technically actually appears at the beginning of the week because the podcast is recorded the week before the week that is. It's Mike's poem. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're beautiful. You're a star. You don't realise how truly wonderful you are. I will love you forever. Forever and ever. I will flock at your feet, simply because meeting you is my greatest ever feat. However, I do have a slight point to raise with you, love. Why do you charge by the hour? Because I'm normally finished by about 35 minutes. Another true story. Mm-hmm. How was the experience? Chilling. Not cheap. Um, yeah. Quick question. No, disc- no discounts. Quick, quick question. Mm-hmm. What do you do in the extra 25 minutes? Well, this is what I'm saying. Just, just have you know. a nice cup of tea and a chat. And maybe go for a bit of a, a review, a bit of a Q&A session, find out what you could improve upon, find out what she can improve upon. Review my work and then get attacked by some lumber um, after having a cup of tea. So yeah. Put it on TripAdvisor. Mm. Uh, for the record, I've not been seeing strippers. I just thought it'd be funny. No, just prostitutes. That's all. <laughs> just, just, just hookers. Just hookers. I mean, they don't, re- they don't really count, do they? Greg's, Greg's speech there had the authority of a man in the know. 
That's all I'm saying. I've read a lot of books, Andy. A lot of magazines. Well, of course you do, because you finish in about 15 minutes. You've got 45 minutes, you've got 45 minutes to waste. I want to use the entire hour. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, where can we find Mr. Michael Bell of the internet? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter, uh, at MichaelBell86. For my name is Michael Bell, and I was born in 1986. Fantastic. Uh, you can... Uh, Check out Digging Jones uh, as well, please, on YouTube. That's where my videos will be. And you can also find my blog, which is on my Twitter or something. And I wrote a very nice piece about depression this week. Yes, you did. It was, a, it was a wonderful read. It was a heartfelt one, but wonderful. But none of my friends, you're not allowed to read it, because I've been having lots of texts this week, and you've been sending me pity and sympathy, so fuck that. But <laughs> anyone who doesn't know me properly, give it a read. Hmm. It's on my Twitter. You can dig it out. So, mm. Majority of our audience. Uh, at Grex Bishop, where can we find you, sir? Um, you can find me on at Grax Bishop, where I will be tweeting various bits and pieces. You can find me on my website, at which is graxdomain.co.uk. And, of course, I'll be uploading videos on my YouTube channel and at rgproductions.com. And what about you, Andy? I mean, there's got to be a way for people to contact you. I mean, yes, we you can be contacted at RG Produ- uh, rgprod, but there's also... Whimsy of Andy? Yeah, Randy Lahand. That's my uh, at Whimsy of Andy account. Well, that pretty much leaves uh, us at the end of the RG podcast. It's tragic, I know. But another week must begin, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Uh, we'll see you uh, for week 37. We uh, That's episode 36 next week. Uh, enjoy the week. If you mm-hmm. want to if you want to try and do something amusing so we can talk about it, let us know. Send, you in, your, send in your requests for burning questions. Be, take you part will. in the RG Nation. And all that's left to say for me is goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.